<laughs> All right, I'm going to count down three, two, one, clap, and we're going to clap. So, ready, guys? Yep. 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 Three, two, one, clap. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, it's fine. You can cough. Coughing happens. Good evening and welcome to Extra Credit. It's Ganymede's Slave Fresco. The snakes in the ball pit tonight are Dijon du Jour. As a man with feminist leanings, am I okay with writing all this? After some soul searching, yes. <laughs> Ganymede. In my stories, the characters edge towards their terrible fate, but that's where I am right now. <laughs> You've edged with a terrible fate, haven't you? <laughs> nice. Malt. So, I am in chains, but thus my mind is free. Yeah, man. <laughs> Frank West. I imagine gay men who come out late feel like this. <laughs> <laughs> and... Shell game. I can assuage my regrets through my fiction. Now I don't have to make everything meticulously consensual. Uh. <laughs> I'm a good person. Uh. What's a consequence? <laughs> a consequence is what she does to you. <laughs> By which I mean you're going to jail. <laughs> This is the police. It's been a sting operation. We fucking caught you, buddy. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put your entire body in jail. I'll show all of you. I'll bet in a few moments I'm gonna be putting all of you in jail. That's just a little future guess. I don't know what you'd base that off of. Yeah, me neither. Yeehaw! It's <laughs> a horse. Howdy, extra credit. Oh, hi. Yeehaw. Aloha, partner. Greetings, Sheriff <laughs> Shell. <laughs> Y'all strangers looking to rustle up some document? Well, who's asking? <laughs> well, uh, this town don't take kindly to strangers coming around rustling, so, uh, deputy, lock him up. That's you, Malt. Clink, clank. Clink, clank. That's the sound of my handcuffs. Now. Some mighty big handcuffs? <laughs> you don't usually now, uh, in addition to having to be in jail for threatening to rustle, this, this here town's got a kind of a strange law. You also gotta put your torso in a cage. Um. Oh, uh, no. Now I can't rustle and I can't bustle. <laughs> so that's why we're doing these voices. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, the, the accent people associate with the stereotype of somebody who puts their torso in a cage. <laughs> yep, and I reckon oh. tonight we're going to learn a thing or two about how to really enjoy putting a dick in a cage. I reckon we should keep up these accents the whole episode, don't you? I mean, you can, Malt, but uh, now I know what you're all thinking. 
but shell, you say, thinking of me in my radiance. I'm thinking Malt just gave you a very convenient escape from that accent. <laughs> <laughs> but might, what else am I thinking? You might be, you might be thinking. Didn't we already release an episode on chastity as a fetish? It's not as a fetish. It's it's not sexual. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I don't know. I don't listen to our show. <laughs> Good decision. So, well, that that is true. But we were introduced to a very, a very interesting subject during that recording. I think a couple of you might remember it. Not <clears throat> Frank. I don't remember. I, this is this is canon. I literally forget an episode as soon as I'm done recording. <laughs> It's a defense mechanism. Well, for the rest of us, Shell, who who is it? Well, an author, an auteur, mm. a man who knows what he likes, and he puts it in writing. Ah, C.S. Lewis. His name is Giles English. Oh. Okay, he... is it Giles or Giles? we got to stick right, to thank one, you. right? Thank you. I think Giles. Gilles. Ooh. I am inclined to say Giles. <laughs> Gilly. I did not expect this Gilly to be English. such a split room on the subject of how to pronounce this guy's name. Let's call him Big G. Gilles English. <laughs> call him whatever you like, as long as it's recognizable. <laughs> um. Anyway, Dijon went through his blogs over at chasteerotica.blogspot.com and becomeherslave.blogspot.com. <laughs> And so we're now going to explore some of his steamy, steamy tales and opinions on femdom, male chastity, and erotic slavery. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There's actually nothing being suggested there. It's exactly as it sounds. <laughs> uh, it's a single entendre. Uh, so to start, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go in depth on some uh, stories that we actually brought up. Uh, in the last document. Um, this first one here was cited by Mr. English himself as the most influential book he ever read. It's also one he wrote. <laughs> so, Malt, would you please describe the chastity belt to us? I am my own monomyth. <laughs> the chastity belt. Uh, let's do an English accent. I can do that. Oof. A male chastity belt transforms Mark into a co this isn't into a college sex god. <laughs> Unfortunately, mm -hmm. the more he gets turned on, the longer the high tech device remains locked. The longer he's locked, the more submissive he becomes. The more sexy coeds treat him as their slave. Mark's chastity belt brings out the dominatrix in gun-shy ice queens. Huh? Elsa? <laughs> Pathological teases, timid Elsa. wallflowers, and oversexed super bitches. Okay, you don't need to talk about me like I'm not here. Okay, so it turns him into a sex god in the mythological sense in that he doesn't have much sex himself, but he does cause a lot of sex to happen. He's only good at college sex, though. Once he graduates, he's fucked. Oh. <laughs> That's why he stays in grad school for so long. It, it, it's like he's trying to reach like boner nirvana. Like you can only unlock the the final gate after you have abandoned all like 
pervy things. I don't know. <laughs> you can only remove the lock once you have completely locked yourself. You understand that the key is not material. <laughs> <laughs> only then will you be able to unlock it. It's even the key to the heart of Frosty Cassandra, Ooh. the untouchable mistress of his dark fantasies. Fantasies that are about to come true. Threesomes, foursomes, whippings, and teasings. He's having the hottest time of his life. With However, Frosty Cassandra. <laughs> the sequel to Funky Cold Medina. <laughs> <laughs> However, that time lock is unforgiving. Is permanent chastity the price of erotic adventures beyond his wildest dreams? A full-length no. novel of kinky college chastity. <laughs> no. He was being closed-minded shell. So open, open, open your mind and close down your genitals. I mean, all right. Uh, done. Is it a full-length novel? How many words is it? God. I was curious about that. <laughs> Let's see. Forty-seven thousand nine hundred. Oh, cool! Oh, almost enough for an anorimo. <laughs> it's almost an anorimo. We all just kind of step back from that with our hands up, like, "All right, it's a novel, whatever." <laughs> I, I'm not sure if it's a novelette or a novella or a short story. I think in the U.S. they're called novelings until they uh, <laughs> until they grow their thin feathers. <laughs> this book gets three out of five stars for fulfilling the basic requirements of a novel. <laughs> hey, uh, Frank, uh, this is something that you had fun saying last time. I know you don't remember, but I assure you, you did. Enslaved <laughs> See, by you're Pashtani. joking, but I literally, I do not remember. I, I know. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> it's a funny premise. It's just not a joke. This could be the same reading. This could be a really funny prank on Frank. I wouldn't know. We should do that. Frank, Frank. Woo! <laughs> Enslaved by Posh Totty. Whipped and chased. Posh Keep envisioning whipped cream. <laughs> just, just a chastity pill, and then someone's like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and a cherry on top. Ever wondered what would happen if you took part in a college charity slave auction while secretly marrying, wearing a male chastity device? You'd find yourself without a degree because your college would become unaccredited. <laughs> when Brett tries this... Oh, the important thing is to not go to a college chastity slave auction while wearing a charity device. That's the <laughs> It's a real party foul. Listen, you put in a buck, you get a minute. <laughs> When Brett tries this, he ends up bought by the bossy Pippa, a posh young lady of statuesque proportions. She had planned to lose her virginity with him. That's, I guess, just the sentence. That was an uh, interesting had planned... use of the passive voice. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be in the room. <laughs> he had planned a last adventure before dropping out of college. Oh, sorry, this was read like a movie trailer. <laughs> she had planned to lose her virginity with him bum, Coming bum. this fall He had planned a last adventure Before dropping out of college Instead He ends up enslaved by Pippa And her upper class roommates Whoa. What do you mean instead? Isn't that what both of them wanted? <laughs> um, no, he like wanted to go hiking <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> 
I'm, this dude, this dude signed up. Like, imagine this dude signing up for like a sex slave charity auction and then locking up, locking himself up. Like, hey, 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 got him. <laughs> He'll never touch this. You can afford it, lady. <laughs> can he cope with arduous domestic service, increasingly brutal discipline, callous erotic exploitation, and playing fly on the wall as lesbian tensions blossom into steamy encounters? All while locked in permanent chastity. What is arduous domestic service? He has to do the dishes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but he's not allowed to wear gloves, and the the like the dish soap is really hard on his skin. <laughs> Just like, let me see your hands. Oh, they're so mildly wrinkly. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes another one that. Uh, well, actually, we we discussed. Uh, chastity planet a chaste spring break but this is apparently chastity planet uncut yes you fool there's so much more to chastity planet i big g english will reveal all (laughs) (laughs) but how would you know it's uncut it's a thinker holy shit uh, your average uh, your average uh, uh chastity device can double as a restoration device (laughs) Penn and Teller have been working on it for a decade (laughs) The worst respawn mechanic I've ever seen (laughs) This is a little Vita chamber for cock Robin Robin foolishly goes on spring break On chastity planet A pleasure world where all men are kept chaste and disciplined And the law always favors women Soon he's at the mercy of ruthless teases Cynical pleasure seekers and whimsical sadists. Ha ha! Sadism! Ooh. It's like wee! <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> it's a confetti popper, but it's attached to a nipple clamp, so you've got to pull it. Anyway. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> Look at me! I'm whipping you with silly string! Ooh, it's just the worst. It's just like bubblegum tape. <laughs> Jawbreaker as a as a gag. This <laughs> <laughs> is clown fetishes in a week without enduring a public whipping or ending up as a slave. Uh, man, probably not. I love equivalencies. In space, nobody can hear your safe word. Chastity. Poor Robin, like getting on that space bus, going to Chastity Planet. He looks at the lady next to him and goes, uh, "So, what does chastity mean?" Ah, <laughs> uh, chastity planet where all men are kept chaste and disciplined started as a feminist social experiment but now <laughs> what fighting commentary this is great fuck you this is hillary's mars <laughs> <laughs> but now plays host for hordes of horny young women who prefer tongues sometimes each other's to dicks <gasps> oh no <gasps> Tempted by a crush on a visiting cellist. (laughs) (laughs) No, cellist would be really appropriate for this, actually. Draws animation cells for Mickey Mouse cartoon. Yes, Uh, that's what I meant. Robin foolishly leaves the safety of the planet's university to go on spring break with his co-ed classmates who treat him as a toy and servant. Oh no! You weren't you weren't you weren't ready to go out on the field and do your own research yet. Come back. No. Toy and a servant. Uh, soon he's at the mercy of ruthless teases, cynical pleasure seekers, and whimsical sadists. Worse, the local laws are biased Wait, against males. Wait, hold on. Did, did, 
Did we repeat something here? I can't think of a phrase that I <laughs> noticed a lot very prominently that I just saw again. Uh, worse, the local laws are biased against males. Or males, oops. Read the next line. Uh, can he get through I... the week without enduring a public whipping or ending up as Greta's slave? Wait a minute, this is very... <laughs> Why is this paragraph mostly the same? This is just the second draft of the paragraph before. <laughs> Well, it's uncut. They left oh, in all the extra bits. Oh, God, how do I pad my word count? And oh, will he get to pleasure the luscious musician who he followed? Oh, okay, so she's not a cellist. She is a cellist. Who okay. he followed here. To... <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> to find out. She's she's a cellist because she's luscious? No, because she's a musician. Oh. What? <laughs> anyway, to find out, we order this special uncut edition and get, get 50% off the final price. On publication, um, book rise, price rises to USD four ninety nine. Oh, <laughs> so you'll want to get it when <laughs> when it's, when it's two fifty. In case you were also thinking of buying a soda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you know, Robin is a is a real uh, is a real cautionary tale on why you should spend a few years as a teasing assistant. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> hey, Dijon. Yeah. Uh, as a reward. Could you please tell us about the real third sex? Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, I'm here to tell you about the real third sex that they've been hiding from oh, you. Yeah. God. Oh, no. They're turning the freaking frogs chased. <laughs> <laughs> My dick in a prison isn't that just Tassidy Planet? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> we busted it wild up and he bought another URL to avoid legal suits. <laughs> so now, Chastity Planet is pulling ahead. I wonder why. Perhaps. I guess it wants to go faster on the freeway? Well, it's not like they're going to get the chance to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps men who like chastity aren't always necessarily interested in traditional femdom, except as a context for chastity. Maybe. Traditionally, the sexes are numbered one to three. First sex, men who fuck women. Second sex, women who fuck men. Third sex, homosexuals. (laughs) What? What? That the the words third sex link to the Wikipedia page for third gender. Oh, like <laughs> why? <laughs> Usually, when people confuse sex and gender, it's not as direct. Look, Mister G- English is a pretty old school. Oh, he fella. disagrees with this. I see. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the this is this is the this is the, the education that the government's trying to shove down your throat. Okay, well give us but a level-headed punch up then. That's not logical, is it? Let me propose instead. Oh. Yes, sex. yes, a thousand times yes. Thank you. Now let's go to my shotgun wedding. I'll bring the shotgun and you can too. <laughs> First sex. Straight. Second sex. What? Gay. Third sex, chased. Oh, God damn it. This is just a way to get chastity to be accepted at pride, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Because rarely, chaste is a sexuality. 
I don't mean in a keyholder relationship. Sex and sexuality. Nothing wrong with that. All clean. Is, for... chast- is, chast- is chastity queer? <laughs> damn it. Well, no, it's obviously it's... not because they because the because queers aren't queer, obviously. Mm. Okay, good point. I mean, nothing wrong with that. All clean fun. I mean, full on prefers to wear a chastity belt for all erotic activity. You know, you're a bit chaste. Should I spell it chaste? I don't know why you would. No, you. Sh- I don't. Yeah, I also don't know why you should spell it that way. <laughs> you know, you chased when. Do you think? Do you think maybe he hasn't been sure about how to spell it this whole time? And this is his way of like trying. To, should I spell it? No, should I? Don't? As an aside, oh I've been a little <laughs> self-conscious about this, but I haven't oh, wanted to Google get, it. Oh god, I don't get the red squiggles either way. I'm still not convinced that he's not trying. To slip the word gay into there. Oh, dazed. Oh. Yeah, that was strongly implied <laughs> last time. Is that what that is? That's Jesus. stupid enough that I buy it. I think so. If you're if taking the device off at the end of an erotic encounter always feels like a bit of a come down, as if you were turning your back <laughs> on it. another world. <laughs> How could you betray <laughs> us? <laughs> we believed in you. <laughs> How many people are fully chased? Very few, I suspect. Most of us are straight or gay as well. <laughs> straight. So some people are straight and also gay. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are straight. Some people are straight and gay. Some people are gay and some people are chaste. Okay. Well, but they're all a little a whole, bit chaste. We're gonna need a whole fourth sex now. <laughs> No, you could mix and match between any of the three sexes. Why, oh, why did we decide yeah. there had to be three? Like, why are we... Let's create your own piece of sex. Because there's a hey, Wikipedia uh, page? Oh, okay. what's, there's a word coming up that I'm very excited about, so please continue. <laughs> but imagine a world like ours, but where chaste was a recognized orientation. Perhaps one uh-huh. you didn't choose, but that you made the best of. Yeah. You're just born that way. How do I get all of these young men into chastity devices, I wonder? Obvious. I wonder. Aliens harvesting orgone energy. Yay! <laughs> you picked a pretty good voice for this. <laughs> yeah. Suppose from time to time, they just drop from the sky, grab a horny college boy, and slap some alien tech over his privates. <laughs> just, just spitballing here. Nothing else would change. Now let's let's say hypothetically. (laughs) There'd be no new technology, no change in the laws, just some frustrated guys powering distant flying saucers. (laughs) And they get that by frustrating their dicks. Yep. (laughs) That's that's, that's what orgone energy is. My name is Will, and I just have a comment. Like, personally, I just like a good sci-fi chastity story, so... <laughs> come on, come on, you come can on, do. Giles, please, why are you, why are you straying so far from your roots? I just, I just really like, I just really like a good old-fashioned chastity story. I can't believe space. Giles English sold out. Cool, cool post it all about aliens, but I just kind of want you to write a story, please. Ganymede, would you be so kind as to make a choice for us shoot okay which one of which which poll option was i have been dying to know this 
<laughs> we didn't have a poll this time. Damn it. <laughs> uh, which should I read? Oh, okay. Enslaved by Posh Toddy 8, Lesbian First Time is Here, and a little about why I write what I write. Or, Sex Slave of the Lesbian Flappers, Seafood, now on iTunes. I... How hungry are you? Like, even by my standards, these are very word soup-y. Um, <laughs> and we haven't read the previous seven Enslaved by Posh Toddy stories, so I don't want to throw us in the deep end on that. Uh, you, you should go ahead and read Sex Slave of the Lesbian Flappers, quote, Seafood, now on iTunes. Oh, should I? Yes. It's going to be song lyrics. Okay. So, Sex Slave of the Lesbian Flappers, Seafood is now on iTunes. I'd be very grateful if someone who has iTunes would click the link in the sidebar to make sure it works. Sorry, we couldn't find that page. (laughs) Of all my kinky story worlds, Femdom Flapper World is closest to my heart. I just... Love the fresh style and classy elegance of flappers and vamps of the 1920s and 30s, and most of all, I love the fact that they are all wearing stockings! Man, a period, another period of a piece about vampires, as though we haven't had enough of those. <laughs> Femdom Flapper World lets me take my retro voyeurism one step further to step into the picture. <laughs> the slave is there. Gets to watch, touch, and taste. But he is dehumanized. Nothing that happens is for his benefit. Not even the beatings and permanent chastity. Not even the And yet, he lives in a constant state of teasing and denial. Of erotic tension heightened by a real fear. Mm. So... He, because, he, like, he likes the beating, but it's not for his benefit, so the beating just kind of happens by accident. Oops! There's <laughs> <laughs> the lady's just like, she's like carrying like a, like a big plate of plate, like a big tray of plates, and then she steps on a, like a skateboard, and there's this, they all oh! fall on this dude's ass. <laughs> oh my! No, it's, it's quite alright, quite alright. You'll still get your tip. And... Because the flappers are all vanilla lesbians who think nothing of owning a permanently chaste male slave. (laughs) I can make them as realistic as possible. Give them hopes and dreams, vulnerabilities, and have the slave see them all. In my very vanilla fantasy, I'm the chaste house pet of a, a household of lesbian flappers. No, they're the vanilla ones. I'm the creep. I'm one of those subs who genuinely likes women. I want to be the mistreated slave of a likable, lovable woman. Actually, I've achieved this. Oh. A femdom flapper world gives me morally good women who don't think twice about owning a slave. What? Oh, no. Because that just happens to be the culture. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. It's about, it's about preserving heritage. This is weirdly yeah. reminding me of the tabletop episode you guys did. <laughs> Plus, did I mention the stockings? 
I remember realizing one day that all those women in all of those films were bare-thighed oh under their skirts or dresses with garters or garter belts keeping up that sleek hosiery. Throw in femdom and I am lost. Lost! Oh. However, I have other stories to tell. The next visit is Chastity Planet, a tourist destination where all the men wear chastity cups. How unusual for my writing. <laughs> In Femdom Flapper World, slavery is normal. On Chastity Planet, male chastity is the norm. Mm. Different dynamics, different stories. I'm puffing, I'm puffing on my but, pipe right now. Hmm. <sighs> yes, yes. Uh, but if the people like sex slaves of the lesbian flappers seafood, then I'll be glad of the excuse to return to a world of stockings and whips and vamps and flappers. Half of those describe like a Castlevania game, I think. And flapping. Most of them, actually. If you give me the excuse, I guess I'll go back. <laughs> if you call bats flappers, yeah, most of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you got that. That's exactly what yeah. the, uh... <laughs> uh, we're going. We're moving over to becomeherslave.blogspot.com, and it's a. Uh, this is a series of. This is an advert. This is effectively an advertisement for a series of um, chastity femdom self help books. That he wrote. Yes. Yeah, you oh. can buy this. You can buy this. Everybody should. Yeah, I, I could. If I didn't own it, I would buy it, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't. Well, Frank, since you already own it and you're the expert, can you tell us about? Can you tell us the first step in making femdom work when she's vanilla? Don't be that couple. Ugh. She's she's vanilla, not kinky, but adventurous. He's chocolate. and the size of an average human mother. <laughs> 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 I was taking a drink. <laughs> Sorry, but adventurous in bed. He's kinky and submissive. Wait. She's vanilla, but adventurous. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me say the next sentence and it'll make more sense. She's vanilla, not kinky, but adventurous in bed. <laughs> oh. He's kinky and submissive. Oh. <laughs> wait. I get it now. Thank you. I think I might be misunderstanding what the word kinky means. <laughs> she, she likes to go hiking in bed. Hiking's just what I... Like, any, anytime he says adventure, she, she has, about she has amazing dreams. <laughs> it was fun at the start, but now she's bored and confused. Like <laughs> <laughs> put what? On what? Now, now, Harold, I, I don't understand how this contraption works. <laughs> so, where does the tea come in? All right. All right. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't even get my jitterbug working. I don't know if I can work this thing. <laughs> but don't worry. The guy has it just as hard because he's sick of hearing himself whine for more femdom. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This oh. is really a problem that exists on both sides. <laughs> yeah, she's sick of him and he's sick of him. <laughs> when will I shut the fuck up? <laughs> you could. Getting better at femdom could only save this marriage. <laughs> Boy, I sure am ruining this marriage. Maybe you should do something about it. God damn it, Earl, go to bed. 
<laughs> you could punish me. <laughs> Stop cucking yourself. Stop cucking yourself. <laughs> Together, they're spiraling towards a dead bedroom and eventual breakup. Oh no! Wow. If you're heading the same direction, oh goddammit! <laughs> or determined to avoid the taking the wrong path. <laughs> Then my book can help you establish a femdom dynamic that truly works for both of you. I'm sure it will. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not touting some grand theory of female supremacy. <laughs> Staffing my suspenders. Yeah. Because I, I know you're all about to make that assumption. <laughs> I know you've heard a million other femdom hucksters come through this little town. But let me tell you something. He doesn't have to talk funny. This slave obeys her orders, etc. She, etc. You know, you know how the, you know how those subs talk. You know how they are. She doesn't have to learn tricks with ropes and whips. Nor do you have to go along to your local BDSM club or find a mentor. Mentor. You just have to do femdom for real. What? Let me explain. Okay. <laughs> you see, we were that couple until I saw an... Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? What? I, what did you see? I don't usually fuck up that much, but let me... See. You see, we were that couple until I... I can't! <laughs> okay, third, take three. Take three. You see, we were that couple until I saw an ancient Roman Quiet, everybody quiet. Just... <sighs> okay, now let Frank try again. <sighs> you see, we were that couple until I saw an ancient Roman fresco and realized what was going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it! <laughs> I realized I'm taking Which... sacrifice from Rome. <laughs> It's very circular. You see, we weren't waiting till the Feast of Lupercalia. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Where do you have to be? Right? Like, you have to be in Rome. <laughs> the number of the number of situations we're seeing a, an ancient Roman fresco and realizing what's going wrong, I think that's like one if you're breaking into an ancient tomb, <laughs> yes. If you have, if you have, perhaps some sort of uh, curse that can only be lifted by discovering your ancestors, okay. Otherwise, don't think that's the problem, buddy. Hey, Maul. Oh. oh shit! It keeps going. Oh, do yes. You, oh no, it's Maul. Okay, sorry. This is Maul time. Feast your eyes on the Roman femdom fresco that changed our sex life forever. <laughs> shit. I, I, I can go for a femdom frisco right now, actually. <laughs> Shut up. This fresco is from Pompeii, nearly 2,000 years old, and it's real. Oh, man. Uh, the photo okay. is of um, some dude licking a lady's vagina. 
That's what's happening. Yep. <laughs> he's a slave, and he's going down on her. Oh, she's yeah. She's giving the orders. She's not kinky. She just likes oral sex. But <laughs> this is femdom and not, you know, Roman slavery. Pompeii yeah. makes me horny. <laughs> I checked, and yes. Once upon a time, rich Roman women kept male slaves for pleasure. Not a fetish. A male slave could be disciplined, objectified, kept in chastity. They did that. And denied, even through yes. his mistress. Even, sorry, even though his mistress was utterly vanilla. Yes, they could also make them eunuchs. Like, what? It's, <laughs> this, this is history, it's not a fetish. Oh, that's did permanent chastity. Did somebody say eunuch? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm here to sing soprano for you. No false alarm. Thank you, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, okay. <laughs> Back to looking stamps. How come femdom routinely worked for ancient Romans, but not for us? Yeah, what was I doing wrong? <laughs> the answer, the of course. The answer, of course, is that your country was not conquered by hers. <laughs> it's amazing how much it takes the punch out of what you're saying if you start a rhetorical question with how come. <laughs> yeah, the problem is the 13th Amendment, my dude. <laughs> well, he's, he's in the UK. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Obviously. I believe that all men are not created equal. In fact, I am not. <laughs> I thought we gave them the Bill of Rights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they certainly so didn't borrow it. it. <laughs> the answer, of course, was that I was not being a real slave. Once I realized that, everything else followed. Nowadays, I have all the kink I can handle, and my wife is developing a playful, sadistic streak. Very vanilla, yeah. though. Christ, you know, I put on the shackles, I dripped the wax onto myself, but I had to find myself. <laughs> and, and after I pulled the wax off, there I was. In, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in that pool of melted wax, I saw my reflection, and I wondered, where am I going? Should I be sweating this much? <laughs> Am I always that red? Hey, Ganny. Hello. Why does doing femdom for real work so well? Because men are stupid. Oh, that's a thread. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I guess I'll start my reading. <clears throat> it sounds potentially disastrous. If he's her real slave for the night or the weekend and she's not kinky, isn't he going to be bored and disappointed? Uh... Actually... Yes, he will be bored and disappointed. <laughs> often, especially yeah. at first. Hell yeah, I'm so pumped now. <laughs> this is a long game. It's, a, it's about establishing a sustainable femdom space in your relationship. Not getting a quick fix on a Saturday night. Also, some boredom isn't always a bad thing for submissives because it blurs into delicious frustration. <laughs> oh boy, my cock is so locked. Yeah, next time you're bored, just get horny about it for some reason. <laughs> However, hmm. let's stop worrying about him for the moment. Up until this point, yeah, God. the kink has been all about him, which is why it isn't working. <laughs> what? Hell yeah! This Hell is yeah. literally a manual on how to get a woman who doesn't want to do this to do this. So yeah, it's still about him. <laughs> oh, it's female empowerment. She obviously does want to do it. They did it in Pompeii. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
doing Fendom for real works for the same reason that Roman women purchased male slaves. <laughs> because they had the right so, to. Some people would call that a disqualifying statement. <laughs> <laughs> so what does she make you do all the chores and then not fuck you like what <laughs> yes oh, that's actually... literally actually yes i just realized that's actually the trade-off he's like okay if you promise to not fuck me in a sexy way i'll do all of the chores and she's yeah, like the, it's the, okay. yeah these are heavily these heavily over overlap with uh, female led relationships the crazy the crazy thing here is there's no joke you can make about a comparison between women roman women purchasing male slaves and uh like the comparison that he's making because he's saying all those things for real like any joke you could make is what he's actually trying to express as his point yeah God. a slave can give her things she sh couldn't or shouldn't get from a normal relationship wait shouldn't <laughs> uh. imagine the fucking sitcom situation where a wife gets her husband to do chores by promising to not have sex with him oh i'm sure that they i, I feel like that uh feel like that joke was made a couple times in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere Mike Judge just felt his lip twitch, and he's not sure why. <laughs> hey, uh, Dijon. You know what I'm sure you're all wondering is what's in it for her? Yes. Why would a vanilla woman want her partner to be her slave? Bullet point. Everybody likes being served and pampered. It's much easier to be selfish than to be kinky. Uh, Discipline makes sense. Wait, yeah, you know that 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 scale of <laughs> selfishness to kinkiness yeah. that we're constantly fighting Listen, to find balance in. Kinky people are famous for being like magnanimous and selfless. <laughs> it's called the Kinsey scale. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. Kinsey scale. Yeah, and this guy's a zero. <laughs> not Dis on the scale he's a zero <laughs> discipline makes sense when it has a real purpose she can be kinkly playful with no expectations from him she's not she's not kinky, kinky. <laughs> what's in it for him and since we're all about making it about her now, I'm sure that this list is going to be shorter than the one about her. Yes, yes. Why would he want to be her real slave? How is this better than playing out scripted BDSM scenes? Puh. Puh, yeah. Bullet points. If she's having fun, he can feel secure and relax into his role. Uh -uh. Since the service is real, so is the submission. Hers. Wait, it wasn't okay. It's not real. That used to be Applebee's slogan. <laughs> <laughs> when you're here, you're femdom. <laughs> Her selfishness generates femdom as a byproduct. Accidental teasing. Oh, oh. That's why they keep on building selfishness factories in poor areas, because then they have to deal with the femdom byproduct. <laughs> in the news today, several people in neighborhoods across the uh, downtown area have reported uh, lots of femdom byproducts uh, seeping through their basements. Which cuts to footage of, like, a girl yelling at her little brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I turn on the tap and the water's all white and viscous. <laughs> oh. 
I turn on the tap and nothing comes out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Accidental teasing. Denial through neglect. Objectification through the logic of service, for example. Since the discipline gets her something she wants, she's more likely to use it. And finally, power corrupts. And that's a good thing for him. <laughs> mm, I want to see her corrupted. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time I've seen power corrupts on the pros list. <laughs> <laughs> Everything would sound so so much better once my wife started taking bribes. (laughs) The last point is important. A happy service dynamic is a good starting point compared to what went before. However, as the power relationship becomes real, the dynamic can slide over into something mind-blowing. Here's why. So we should put the past behind and embrace slavery? The further past. (laughs) Yes. Okay, but well, why? Here's why. What's why? Power corrupts. Oh. Yeah. Yay. <clears throat> there are two scientifically proven glitches in human nature. Okay. <clears throat> Scientific. First, <laughs> if you hold down and beat. No, sorry. Hold on. Uh... <laughs> sorry. Uh, the first point is actually pretend power relationships quickly become real. And the second point is routinely hurting people gradually becomes fun. Is that is that true for all of you? <laughs> Shell, is that why you're running this program? <laughs> um, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, Frank. In other words, the more a couple does real slavery, the more real it becomes, the more she'll enjoy being mean, which is what he really wants, right? I, th- I think that the phrase, which is what he really wants, right, might be genuine inquiry, because I cannot tell at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, read, he just read his two points. He's like, wait, this is what we really is want, right? Want? <laughs> Actually, that's a, that's a good observation, Ganny. Yes. That's a good observation I've for always what you're said, about to lead into. I've always said you should be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. We ended up mm-hmm. in a female-led relationship with me racking up hundreds of days of chastity and serving as, I got the high score, and serving as a humble slave every evening before sleeping in chastity, and all because of that Roman picture. <laughs> Thanks, Rome. Fucking Christ. <laughs> I forgot how this fresco was. You don't have to go that far. However, wouldn't you like to go a little way down the path we've taken? No. You know, I think every artist hopes that the art they create will outlive them and one day inspire somebody years after they're gone. So is that the path of Romulus or the path of Remus? I, I always get the mixed up. It's the path of Reming. Oh, hey. Um, okay, the last part is just a hook into all of his, um, div- the different various forms you can get these manuals in. We're going to skip on down, though, because we're running long. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go to the part that Dijon has called his awful opinions. It's a lot of it. <laughs> yep. Uh, hey, Malt, if you'll go down to page 20. Oh, uh, that's okay. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> Could you please uh, ask us a oh. question and then uh, expound no. on it? <laughs> Was H.P. Lovecraft simply kinky? <laughs> I was pondering why H.P. Lovecraft's writings always had resonance for me. Then I Because re- you're racist! <laughs> no! 
Wait, what? Sorry. No, what? he's not. He can't be racist. He loves the Romans. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I realized. Classic Lovecraftian heroes have happy lives, but crave something that can only be found in the dark. Do they? <laughs> That's. Uh, okay. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I tried to click on this link and I got the blogger con the blogspot content warning. And every time I under click understand and wish to continue, it takes me back to the content warning indefinitely. <laughs> no, 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 really. It's too dark. It. You don't you don't want to. You may wish to continue, but you certainly don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> They think they are dabbling, just visiting, but then discover what they have considered an aberration is, horrifyingly, part of nature. Part even of their nature. There is no escape. Careful what you wish for. All that dancing around the edges, being drawn in like a moth to the flame, resisting the darkness while willingly but guiltily succumbing to it. That's what Mixing being your pre-internet was like. So in this case, the darkness is touching your penis. <laughs> well, it's not. It's it's not touching your penis. Right? <laughs> I don't know what he's talking this about. Is, like, I've read a lot of misreadings of Lovecraft, but <laughs> Lovecraft thought these things were really good. It's a pretty wild <laughs> No, like when I when I read that passage about like the the terrifying penguins with the teeth, I was thinking, man, Lovecraft was so hot for this. <laughs> I wonder whether what H. P. Lovecraft really deep down craved was to become enthralled by an exotic woman Ugh. or man Ugh. with darker skin than him. Ugh. Ugh. Lovecraft queer. <laughs> What is that? They never come. <laughs> well, he went. Against, well, uh, we're not sure, but we're gonna give him a glad award anyway. Okay, first, first, first gender men who love women. Second gender women who love men. Third gender Insmith. <laughs> Third gender, it's indescribable. <laughs> uh, was all that fiction just a magnificent sublimation? Was H.P. Lovecraft simply kinky? No. You all misunderstood. I said my mouth would drive you to madness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, Dijon. Yes? You get to make the choice this time. Oh. The attraction of permanent chastity? Or how permanent chastity has freed me guess what being sexually repressed takes time and energy <laughs> hmm <sighs> evidenced by this website i feel like i am very very attracted by permanent chastity but i don't know why so i need to know oh why well you that get attraction. to explain why dijon oh, no. made the attraction of permanent chastity <clears throat> hello i'm here to tell you about the attraction of permanent chastity God, <laughs> this is that voice. The fantasy of permanent male chastity is attractive. It would be nice to say that it was darkly attractive. The truth is that it is a dark fantasy. To never again be able to experience a proper orgasm, masturbate, or have sex. But the attraction itself is anything but dark. Oh, sure. The threat of permanence spices up many a fantasy, but the moment of being trapped forever makes a deliciously sharp climax. 
sure. The lure of permanence for its own sake, rather than as a form of surrender to a mistress, is the siren song of safety. So if we... So if we go towards it, our ship will crash? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sex, for men at least, is dangerous. No, really. We poor men grow up with mixed messages. Oh, God. Raw female sexuality yeah. is the ultimate beauty. Oh, God. It's... There's a battle! But women's tea experience of sex is tangled with emotions. Tea experience? <laughs> Testosterone <What>? experience. Ah! <laughs> experience. The only appropriate sexual partner is a strong woman, but strong women don't just give in to a man's lust. Hell yeah! Sing it, sister. Desire is good, but selfish gratification is bad. Women can and should demand satisfaction, but a woman who does things for you may be doing it because she feels she has to. Shame on you. Uh-huh. Remember, you only bought a bunch of manuals to convince her that this is what she wanted to do. So, you, But <laughs> bullying her into doing something is bad. Women should be assertive, but a man should dread being a bully above all else. The female orgasm is all-powerful, but you can never tell whether she's faking it for your sake. How are we supposed to make love to a powerful woman, but without demeaning her, or in some subtle way emotionally blackmailing her into doing something she finds gross? Most of those weren't mixed messages, they're just two messages. <laughs> yes, and he's mixed them. <laughs> a delicious smoothie. Can we do this and keep our heart on? Uh, wait. Why is that the choice? It's the most important part. The most important part about when when something involves a woman is whether my heart on maintains. <laughs> That's the most important thing. Yeah. Rather than, as you might expect, castration light, a male chassis belt is both a muzzle and a shark cage. What? <laughs> um... <laughs> Wait. At, at least mine is, am I right, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dick's full of teeth. Put on a chastity belt, and with the logic of fantasy, you know what happens will be entirely <laughs> for her sake. Female sexuality in the wild, untrammeled by the phallus. And untrimmed by the phallus. You need not fear... <laughs> And I like it either way. It's like a weed whacker. <laughs> Untrammeled. And you need not fear releasing this howling tornado of animal libido. Your penis will be locked away nice and safe, where voracious femininity cannot harm it. <laughs> and where its state of hardness will remain forever a mystery. No performance. It's so cute and scared inside its, inside its little cage. <laughs> No performance anxiety here. <laughs> We're oscillating. Th this accent is oscillating wildly between planet Earth and prison planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's real fucking whiplash over here, I'll tell you. I would watch prison planet Earth. <laughs> 
finally get the frog's perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Until you take it off. What if she's holding back because she knows it's coming off next week and thinks, I want to repeat her performance, but with a live penis. Live from New York, it's penis! (laughs) Instead of my dead penis. Yeah, the fish never go for that. (laughs) The chastity belt is the coffin. What if she does want to repeat performance? Gulp. Gulp. Sorry. <laughs> oh no! Thank you, thank you for the foley woman. No, that was an answer to the question. No, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm I'm perfectly. I'm I'm I'm. It's okay. I'm used to women talking over me and my penis. <laughs> cool. <laughs> what if I mess it up or can't get it up? <laughs> and what if you give her the key? Then it's about you again. Are you really being a pussy sub? Are you topping for the bottom? Is she gonna go through the motions like all those long-suffering pre-modern wives and mistresses? Yes, you've been a naughty boy. Yawn, you must be punished. Ellipses. Quote. Not that I'm speaking from experience or anything. Somebody online once wondered why anybody would crave permanent chastity. For them... The fun of a chastity belt was the power it gave the key holder to withhold blackmail and tease. With no prospect of release, there could be no tormenting hope. And that is exactly it. The hope is tormenting. Extremely tormenting for some people. You never want them to think that they're always going to fail. You have to come back and make it seem like they're about to succeed. That's how you keep them coming back. Yeah, you have to Skinner box. <laughs> Your slave. You put the key in a box, but you put a lot of other things in the box, too. And then they have to buy another key for that box. They only get one item from the box. (laughs) And then you have to go back and get another key in order to keep on opening the box. It's called lewd boxes. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about lewd boxes in the... Yeah, I'm pretty sure lewd boxes is a real thing I just took that from, so... (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember now. Well, I mean, I don't remember. Canonical <laughs> shit. <laughs> Damn it, break stay on brand! But throw away the key, rivet on the device. What a comforting fantasy. All right, so finally, we're going to end off tonight by doing a little speculation. What does the future hold for chastity and chastity devices? Danny, why don't you... Uh, What do you start us off thinking about this subject? Uh... So, this is the mysterious flourishing of male chastity. (laughs) Could it have said flourishing? Perhaps. It's probably not. It's odd. I think it's flowerizing. It's flowerizing, so... (laughs) You have to to flower up your penis so it doesn't shave. Going to bake my junk. (laughs) Hey, those cages are made of metal if it's hot out. (laughs) Then you get nice bread afterwards. Something, something, smoked sausage. You have male Ugh. chastity belts appearing in the 19th century as anti-masturbation devices forced on lunatics and young men, though one does wonder. About what? I don't, hmm. Not clear what one wonders. Yeah, every... No, he's on to something really... He's on to something here because every... Just, it's... We've discovered this online. Anytime you tell a pervert they can't do something, they find a way to make the thing stopping them sexy. <laughs> You can't give women and people of color an equal voice in social settings. Let's just tell them that, and then maybe everything will fucking sort itself out. Um, Nothing for nearly a century. 
No easily available devices as sex toys, no popular idea that they might function as sex toys, not like the popular stereotypes of whip-wielding dominatrices and cringing bankers swapping their pinstriped suits for latex gimp wear. <laughs> you know, I'm, t- I'm tired of cringe banker culture. Isn't that just an old Batman comic? It's a pretty prevailing stereotype. No, we're still in the 19th century. Uh, then, at the very turn of the 20th century, uh-huh. an explosion of chastity devices. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Sounds poorly made. Sounds like faulty wiring. Man. Cut the red wire. And a flowering, or perhaps flourishing, of chastity as a distinct kink. What on earth is going on? I encountered the idea in those naive pre-internet days when Catwoman was pretty much the only oh, femdom image we had. Wonder Woman. <laughs> But my immediate and visceral reaction to that picture suggests that there's something innately attractive about male chastity. So the two... Wait, how, what? No, no, no. Listen, the two works of art that have caused me to experience personal epiphany are an ancient Roman fresco and a picture of Catwoman. <laughs> I'd already... Dis- yeah, you're British. <laughs> I'd already discovered the joys of being edged. And I and had a strong urge to submit... And the device offers both experiences at a very intimate level. It traps you in open-ended edging and at the same time prevents a proper erection. An erection, of course, being a primal sign of dominance. Uh, Over uh, gravity, I guess? (laughs) (laughs) In other words, a male chastity... Worship me! (laughs) In other words, a male chastity is a perfect storm. Of what? No, it's it's like the movie Perfect Storm, because I have no interest in seeing it. But <laughs> what about the women? Why would they... Yeah! What about the women? Why would they want, no, tolerate having their male in chastity in bed? That's a good question. No, that's a wonderful question, me. But you see, <laughs> I'm going to talk about women who like orgasms, but not penises. Yes, I'm going to throw Hang this on. to me. Who's orgasms? The student world is a small world. Back in the 1990s, I did not dare to wheel out my amateur designs to any of my girlfriends. Crumpling up another blueprint and cussing. However, (laughs) what if I had had a nice Holy Trainer 2 to show off? Or even the primitive CB2000? The problem is that you just weren't professional with your elevator pitch. In hindsight, it's amazing how many of the young women I felt a connection with were sensual and orgasmic, but didn't care for penis and vagina sex. I can recall in detail ten girlfriends before Xena. What the fuck? How's this man dated so many women? (laughs) Three really liked fucking and were easily orgasmic penis and vagina. Well, he just said they were ten girlfriends. I didn't say they were his. (laughs) One was orgasmic with tongue, claimed to like fucking, but only got herself off through muscular action if she felt like it, which was never. Uh, Muscular action. Two were sensual and orgasmic, but we never got around to sex, so I deduce there, there, I deduce, were in no rush. Three were orgasmic with tongue or fingers, but for psychological reasons. Mm. Past bad experiences, religious hang-ups, fear of pregnancy. (laughs) That's a psychological problem. (laughs) Uh, Didn't really feel comfortable with penetrative sex. 
I only had sex with one of them, and it always came as a reward for services rendered. Listen, the baby's only in your mind. And your womb, technically, but... One was orgasmic with tongue, but found intercourse physically painful, and though sexually confident, had not yet approached her doctor about this, suggesting that she didn't mind, or that the pain was an excuse. Or that society had taught her that she shouldn't be talking about her vagina to anyone, that she should be ashamed of it. 70% of my past girlfriends didn't really need my penis, and 40% didn't really want it. Maybe that says something about your penis. (laughs) To me, this pretty much answers the what-if question. I would argue and that 100% a... of your past girlfriends didn't need your penis. Yeah, I was going to say, 30% needing it is like a strong... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure I need my penis. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What's it done for me lately? Yeah, better lock it up. <laughs> Had I had a practical male chastity device in the 1990s, I would have spent an awful lot of time locked into it and left behind a string of kink-addicted young women. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, oh, he's, yeah, he's sure. getting them addicted? Oh. <laughs> oh, I get it. I don't think I was alone in this experience, for start, most of these ladies had previous relationships that had lasted around a year and felt significant, and most seemed to have gone on to other relation- long-term relationships. You'd also hear on the grapevine about pregnancy-shy girls who made their boyfriends wear speedos in bed, or never took their jeans off. In case off. the sperm takes a backflip. Arrested Development was a documentary. <laughs> I wasn't the only young man who had relationships with women who weren't into penetration. You know, I'm always saying all these women who think that they really like having sex, they should just try having no dick for a while. <laughs> just getting no dick in them and we'll see how they <laughs> like it then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What do you say that? <laughs> Feminists. Genuinely curious. <laughs> and some context. 75% of women can't reach orgasm by vagina alone. Wow. In very long-term relationships, many women go off penetrative sex, leading to the dreaded dead bedroom. And since the, at least the 19th century, an intense and intensely since the 1970s, a strand of intellectual culture has always viewed penetrative sex with a kind of instinctive revulsion or distrust. <laughs> Generalizing wildly from all of this, it seems that that the penis has only insecure home in the vagina. All right, everybody mark it. This is where the wild generalizations start. After the initial flush of courtship, roughly, a third of women really like penetration are, are enthusiastic <laughs> fuck bunnies. A third of women welcome penetration for a perfectly valid emotional or psychological <laughs> reasons. You see, they just can't feel emotionally whole unless a penis fills that hole in their hearts. Listen, I, listen, I can quit the penis any time. <laughs> Switch to nicotine patches. Do not, my friend, become addicted to penis. <laughs> A third of women may grudgingly tolerate penetration for the same reasons, but may ultimately find it too messy, too intrusive, too disorder, too, too <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> E.g., due to an ingrained fear of pregnancy or disease, those are the only two things that would put women off of dicks. <laughs> I like, I like too messy. It's like, oh, oh, god, what's coming out of it? Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's everywhere. 
too intrusive, too disquieting is one of my favorite entries in the long running movie series. <laughs> the intrusive and disquieting. The intrusive and the disquieting. <laughs> Shy keeps trying to get us to watch those. <laughs> now, we should not be too surprised if this is true. Natural selection only requires that a woman permit intercourse often enough to breed, but not so often she can't raise her existing huh. offspring. Yeah. What? It follows, oh, okay. it follows that two-thirds of men in relationships experience Aww. penetration as a gift, and half of those experience Aww. it as a grudging one. This adds three more motivations for men in chastity, the two sen to sensuality, the edging, and submission. We can add <laughs> guilt, vulnerability, and least bad <laughs> I pride myself in being the least bad option. Look, look, this is the least <laughs> bad way you could have sex with me. Listen, it doesn't get any... I mean, like, it can get worse than this, is my... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's acceptable. Many, many of us have a nagging sense of this female ambivalence. Orgasm can also make us feel exposed if our partner isn't similarly caught up in the throes <laughs> tossing of Putting on a chastity device comes as a relief. Meanwhile, if vaginal sex is increasingly a disaster, then she may only be able to relate to him when he wears oh a male God, chastity so device. God, I went over to my I went over to my boyfriend's house and he saw me coming. <laughs> <laughs> It also follows that there's a good chance that if a man wants to experiment with male chastity, his wife or girlfriend will enjoy it, assuming she can get over any qualms. Uh -huh. Okay, so 33% love penetrative sex, 33% don't, 33% are begrudging. I'm very terrified to ask about that 1%. They're too powerful. 1% <laughs> of women in America lock up 98% of the dicks. <laughs> so, uh, Ganny, what are some of your final thoughts on the future of male chastity? We now look to the future of male chastity devices. Oh boy! Given all this, I think I can make some predictions about what will happen next in male chastity. I don't like, I don't like this world's fair. Male chastity is going mainstream. See also. Male chastity devices are already becoming decoupled from kink and drifting into the same add some spice category as vibrators, Chinese balls, and butt plugs. This will can. Uh, wait. Yes? Question? You in the back. <laughs> no. All right, moving no on. No questions. This will continue because only one out of the four rarer benefits of male chastity is kinky. Submission, quote unquote. So called. <laughs> well, uh, only one out of four say that they're kinky, so it's not kink. <laughs> and because the sexual benefits, edging, loom large enough that couples can pretend that the other benefits don't exist. Of those other benefits, <laughs> least bad option positions the device firmly as a kind of sex therapy tool. Chastity is great because there's so many other bad ways to have sex. Oh, hey, uh, Maul, why don't you, will you keep us in touch with the cool hip? Yeah! Hey kids, oh. male chastity, what's become a youth thing? 
Chastity is going to become a youth thing in subcultures where men are encouraged to be sensitive, meaning primarily geek, goth, and intellectual communities. He's right. <laughs> yeah, nobody's more emotionally open than geeks and goths. <laughs> Male chastity is already an acceptable option for younger men in the gay community. No. no. We seem to get a lot of gay wearers in the Reddit chastity forums, presumably because it fits with the whole boy vibe. Oh, I thought that was blah. Really? I thought it fit in with the whole I'm repressed, please help me vibe. I'm terrified of my penis. I think that's what they wrote. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, he, he wrote boy. I don't know. Also, whole boy vibe is a link to Urban Dictionary for some reason. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Fashions tend to cross over from the gay community. Add to that the mainstreaming of male chastity above, and straight young people will soon become aware of chastity devices that are vibrators and cock rings. Oh, wait, okay, so, huh. so, so, it'll, so, <laughs> straight youth will see gay youth doing it and be like, well, we can't let them have a thing. <laughs> yeah, like fashion. Actually, no, that is the most believable thing I've heard so actually, far. Actually, yeah, that does track. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. Actually. Like, until you said that, I wasn't believing this, but yeah. Yeah, no, I think I'm into this now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, we're all we're all going to be uh, we're all going to be willing to Hey, change. when's straight chastity month? As a straight person, month? I suddenly really want to do this, actually. So he's got a point. <laughs> now that I know that there are young gay people enjoying it. Why not? I, I think the right belt would really accentuate your dreadlocks, so I'd say go for it. <laughs> you just you just made me imagine someone with like a bunch of dreadlocks at the end of each one. Oh god! Listen, Frank, I didn't make you do anything. That's that's on you. <laughs> Malt, put it bluntly. Uh, why? However, would they embrace it? Put bluntly. I think communities of young people will adopt male chastity primarily because of the ambivalence of young women and the poor negotiating position of young men when it comes to sex. Oh, we're back at this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> because they're desperate and women can say no, this is going to catch like wildfire. <laughs> We've already seen that in the long term. Two-thirds of women don't get direct erotic benefit from sexual intercourse. Either side, by the age of 20, these women are still working out some accommodation with penetration. Either side, the age of 20. So whether the woman is younger than 20 or older than 20, yeah. this is true. Wow. What a, what a, what a swath. Uh, if they're at college and moving in intellectual circles, they're also part of a culture that on some level distrusts men and their nasty penises. Don't mean a thing. <laughs> nasty penises don't mean a thing. <laughs> How attractive, then, to demand that your partner wear a chastity device in bed, at least while auditioning. <laughs> what? What the- <laughs> Guys used, like, five different metaphors for sex, and none are healthy. <laughs> Just put out a casting call, it's, a uh, I need a- I need a 20-year-old penis, preferably white, <laughs> locked up in a cage. Hang on, I can't- I can't tell if this is for a relationship or an art film. <laughs> I'm an intellectual in college, it's both. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, if that's the only route to intimacy, then most desperate young men will just go along with it. Better to have a real experience to masturbate over later in private. Um. <laughs> that'd, be a, 
Look, it's just do it. You can masturbate to it later. So it's Denise. it's fine. It's fine. We have penis at home. <laughs> then what? Then be a sticky fingered loser surfing porn on your computer late at night. Trying not to hear your roommate giving his girlfriend loud orgasms. The difference is I'm surfing my mind computer. (laughs) The internet of the soul. (laughs) The difference is that instead of being able to watch any video, I'm just replaying one event over and over in my head. (laughs) (laughs) And that's ignoring the femdom undercurrents at work, undermining the loudly proclaimed vanilla. I hear if you're out at sea, you actually want to swim parallel to the femdom undercurrent to get back to shore. <laughs> All right, Frank. Some jellyfish. Uh, what's the last thing that we can guess about future the future of male chastity? Male chastity devices will be cheaper and better. Yeah, that's capitalism, baby. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't wait until um, I can get a chastity device that's on the Internet of Things. <laughs> <laughs> it, it uploads to the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. Actually. It doesn't you upload always, to the cloud. You always think you're about to. You always think that you're about to come, but then it gets directly uploaded to virtual <laughs> space, and you don't feel it. <laughs> Mainstream male chastity devices can be optimized for the bedroom. They don't need to be secure <laughs> or escape proof. They can be cheap and comfortable, and as long as you can't just pull them off when aroused, they don't even need to be walking. So yeah. they're underwear. Could just be underwear. Wait. It could, How it could just. The underwear. How would you how would you get it on if you can't pull it off and it doesn't lock? Is it just like mold it around your penis? <laughs> it's called silly putty, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Plato gets real hard. Oh, you're joking, but read on. <laughs> Oxballs recently produced a stretch to fit rubber chassis device for less huh. than the price of a good vibrator. <laughs> how, how good? I, th- <laughs> I think this is just a start. The same companies like Tantus that nailed the strapless strap-on uh-huh. have the technology and experience. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah they, they, it's strapless. You nail it yeah. on. <laughs> oh, no. We have the technology. We can... Re- <laughs> <laughs> we can de-build yeah. him? I don't know. Experience can move on to male chastity. Cheap, non-locking male chastity devices will in turn further mainstream male chastity because they will sit well next to other sex toys like cock rings and vibrators and won't of themselves look kinky or fetishistic cock rings and vibrators yeah you can finally put it on you can finally put it on your coffee table along with your darning <laughs> egg and your and your pvc and your pvc uh catheter it really pulls the room together you know they they like they will they will sell like uh, vibrators in walmart but they have to put little hats on the end <laughs> meanwhile for us real fetishists oh shit <laughs> I think we will see 100% secure male chastity devices by shifting from anti-pullout to pullout detection. <laughs> That's right. The new Fort Chaste comes with anti-pullout brakes. <laughs> They'll either have ingenious mechanical detectors devised by hobbyists with 3D printer- printers. <laughs> Or else leverage miniature health monitoring systems to what? act as telltales. What is it going to... Oh, telltale games. All I can say is it's going to be an interesting century. My god, my piece is flatlined. I don't understand what they want this chastity device to do. Like, um... they, they want a life alert for their penis. 
My dick is falling and it can't get up. And it is getting up. <laughs> no. Yeah, it seems like the main thing that could thwart you wearing the belt is you yourself. And they're taking like extensive technological precaution. Like, I'll never be able to get this off. I'm going to dip my whole lower half in cement. <laughs> so anyway, extra credit. What did you learn this evening? I realized that there must be, there's obviously a lot of guys out there who have had to wheedle their wives into doing chastity stuff. Like, I guess I probably knew that if I thought about it, but now I definitely know it. <laughs> At least until this episode's over and I forget this whole thing. Uh-huh. I mean, for that reason, it's yeah. reassuring that this was just one dude. Like, it is important to, you know, remember well, that he, he represents a lot books. of people. But Yeah. Hey, Ganny, have you listened to the episode that just came out yet? No. <laughs> but I am keeping up my streak of actually learning non-related shit. Uh, this episode is the word untrammeled. It means uh, not restricted or hampered in terms of movement or action. Oh. I learned that, like, generally when we talk about a piece of art having a profound impact on someone, we usually think of it as a positive thing. So I learned that's not always true. <laughs> yeah. I am... Yeah. Uh, I, um, I don't know. I guess... I don't know if it's so much something that I learned. It's more something that I imagined. I just sort of imagined one of those like Chicago World's Fairs future displays, but it's all chastity devices. <laughs> and it's like this guy's curating it. Like I, I just have this very distinct image now of a sort of Futurama chastity device exhibit that will inevitably be lost to the flames of Chicago. <laughs> Welcome to the orgasm of tomorrow. <laughs> um, I did notice, I think a lot of people entertain a false sense of nostalgia for eras that they were never uh, a part of. Um, you see it a lot with music, lifestyle stuff. And the really easy counter to that is just to point out like, oh, hey, people's lives were demonstrably worse and they had far less civil liberties back in those times. But that is directly what this person is hearkening back to. Like, that's why yeah. he's nostalgic for those times. And, yeah. it fucks with me. and, like, not even, yeah, not even, not even, like, implicitly, explicitly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, usually, like, there's a point where the fantasy rubs up against the reality. And you're like, well, I'm still in the fantasy world. But this dude's like, no, I think there's a lot we can learn from the wisdom <laughs> of the ancient slave owners. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to learn from the no. wisdom of the wisdom of the ancient slave owners, that's B A L L P dot I T. Oh, is never coming on this podcast you want more again. From us, <laughs> you should head on down to T H E F M I N dot U S because there we have. You know, we got the episode description and the episode art and the episode comments and the episode title. We've got some other episodes. Episodes like the one that I described in this Say episode, episode again. Episode. Episode. Thank episode. You. Um, and that one is uh, called Cut to the Chaste. It's episode 70. So go ahead and go back and find that. And you can learn where we first discovered uh, Giles Giles Beguiles English. Big G. <laughs> Big G. Mr. English, if you're nasty. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, so goad your loved ones into doing things that they don't want to do. Bye. <laughs> don't come. Bye. Have a key for not coming in.
I feel like nobody quite knows when this is actually over, so we're just kind of... Yeah, no, we're sort of, like, stringing, like, what if my bit has time to get in? <laughs> what if my bit has I don't know, I was, I was a segue. Although, 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 it's cute, it's cute, it's cute, Kenny, that you think that this is ever going to be over. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, this is the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Earlier recording was just warm-up. This is the app that never ends. It actually it super needs to end. Because, my friends, oh, no. some people I'm gonna started read a list of the people we'd like to apologize to, and Rochelle singing this. They'll still stay reading it. Uh, apologies to Crass Dragon. Apologies to Gorgas or Fort Money. Apologies to Rod. For our other fans.